Jeff, do you know any good social security jokes? Uh, no, Tony, there aren't any. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, and welcome back to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and we've got a great show lined up for you today, folks. We're going to talk about some upcoming Social Security changes that might impact your your paycheck, if you will in 2020. But uh, first and foremost, Mr. Tony Shore, our co-host, how are you doing today, Tony? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jeff, because I've had quite a week. Um, I don't believe I've told you about this yet, but I was uh, working last week. I was at work, working hard, and my wife and girls had the day off. So they decided that they, on their own, without my knowledge, they'd take a little trip to the Humane Society just for fun, to look just to look at and play with some of the animals there, Jeff. Oh, what do you suppose happened when that? What do you suppose my wife and two girls? Oh my! What do you think happened? Well, what happened is I started getting texts. My phone lit up like one after the other after the other. Videos, pictures of this tiny, tiny like shouldn't have been away from its mother, tiny kitten that was so cute, uh, and it's missing one foot. It's called Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> which is a great name for a kitten. And so I get these pictures and of course they brought it home. We adopted Carlos. Yes. And so it would I would love it because Carlos is a great cat and he needs a good home and somebody who cares about him and knows about animals. But Carlos is in addition to our three other cats, dog and rabbit. So that's, do you see what I'm dealing with? Yes, that's that's yeah. a lot. So basically what I'm going to do is move to Canada and leave no forwarding address. I think that's the solution. It's a for good me. idea. Yes. <laughs> I'm that's kidding. Very good. <laughs> I'm kidding. But all of a sudden uh, the shore home is a pet rescue? I don't understand wow. uh, what happened. That's what you need in your life, more pets. No, one is good. One is good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what are we talking about today? I take it we're talking about Social Security and you came with no Social Security jokes. None. Yeah. Just error. No, nothing found. 404 error, as they call it in the programming <laughs> world. Nothing out there. No, I'm sure there is. Well, and I, and I wish you the best of luck with Carlos there. That oh, is an yeah. Awesome name. Yeah, it's going well, though. Good. Good. Well, yeah, today, th- this week, folks, we're going to talk about some Changes in 2020 that might impact your you if you're a, a Social Security recipient today or plan on getting Social Security, which is most people down the road. Right. And one of our sources from today is the MotleyFool.com. They've got an article, five Social Security changes in 2020 that could affect your take-home income. Now, for years, Social Security has served as really the backbone of retirement income for a lot of Americans, millions of Americans every year every year. And it was ushered in by President FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, in August of 1935. And by the start of the 40s, it was paying out monthly ongoing benefits to those that were eligible. But it's not just a big pile of money that slowly gets paid out 
to people that are eligible. There's a lot of moving parts to it. It has to be funded every year. It has its limitations. So it's not that you shouldn't be able to rely on it for some of your income. You just don't want to bank on and all on all of that. Right, right. It, it is a good regular check that you know is going to be there every month. Uh, and a lot of people, I assume at this point, are receiving Social Security benefits. Most people get Social Security, right? Yes, actually, Motley Fool said uh, 63 million people are currently receiving a check each month, and that's in retired workers, it's survivors of deceased workers, people that are long-term disabled, potentially they're qualifying immediate families. So 70% of those 63 million, about 45 million, are retired workers. There was a, a study we've looked at before, a mass mutual social security survey in 2018, that more than six in 10 retirees count on those monthly checks for more than half of their income. So 60% more than half of their income. Wow. That's quite a bit. And it's even more vital for more than a third of those people as well. They rely on those benefits for 90 to 100% of their monthly income. So it's an important source of income for retirees. Well, yeah. And I can imagine that for so many people who rely on social security, any reduction in their take-home income would have a huge impact on their financial life, especially in retirement. Absolutely, Tony. Yeah. These are valuable things to know. They're not all negative changes either, as we'll talk about. So in this article, um, it deals with the Social Security Administration's cost of living adjustment, or COLA is the abbreviation, is one of the things that they talk about. So each year in the second week of October, the, the Social Security Administration, they announce changes for the upcoming year that could directly impact people that are receiving Social Security income. And one of those impacts is the COLA, the cost of living adjustment. And that's measured. There's a lot of different ways to measure price increases, as we probably all know. But the one that's used for Social Security is called the Consumer Price Index for Urban Wage Earners and Clerical Workers, otherwise known as the CPIW. <laughs> That'll be on your, your trivia in your your local restaurant here. In the yeah, next I wish week. it had a longer title. Yes, yes. They should form a committee. <laughs> uh, so if the average figure for that has risen from the previous year, beneficiaries of Social Security recipients, they receive a raise that's equal to that percentage increase and that it's rounded to the next to the nearest 0.1%. So each year's calculation is unique. Right now, they're estimating between 1.7 and 1.8% increase for 2020. So for most of the average beneficiary, that would be about $25 a month raise. Yeah, well. $25 a month isn't a lot of money, but it still buys some pizza. It adds up over time. That's right? funny you mentioned that. I was going to say you could increase your pizza budget. Yeah, a bit. there you go. You knew where <laughs> I was headed. Uh, yeah, easy to tell. So uh, that adds up over time, but uh, that doesn't, uh, that, that cost of living adjustment doesn't really take into consideration all inflation, does it? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Every little bit helps, but it might not be growing as fast as it should be. There was a May 2019 study by the Senior Citizens League called Social Security Benefits Lose 33% of Buying Power Since 2000. So the cost Yikes. of goods, yeah quite a bit. Cost of goods has increased more than the cost of living adjustment over that period of time from 2000 to 2019 with that study. And uh, some things to think about, fresh food and medical costs were among those things that had increased the fastest over that period of time, which are certainly staples for oh, yeah. most retirees. So not a good thing. No. And, and those are, I've heard that the groceries are not included in the COLA adjustment. They don't factor in, the government doesn't necessarily always factor in 
groceries and health insurance cost increases right. into what they the government's official inflation numbers. I always laugh at them because they say inflation, Jeff, was 2% this last year or 3%. And then I look at my health insurance bill and I'm like, well, that's amazing because my health insurance went up 20%. Yeah. Yep. And, and uh, the cost of bread went up a lot more in milk. So- uh, yeah, it's tough. Uh, cola is great, but I, I guess it's good we have it. And of course, there are important things to spend money on, and those don't qualify as luxuries, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, actually, we might want to call this diet cola. And ah, folks, <laughs> diet cola. I like we have our first social security joke here. <laughs> <laughs> you actually made a social security funny, Jeff. I think we had to stretch a little bit for yes, it. <laughs> yes, as usual. Most of my and jokes you and I are... laughed. And, uh, we'll see. We'll I don't see. hear anything on the other end, though, Tony. No, crickets. No. But yeah, even if uh, the cost of living adjustment does rise, it's got to keep pace with your overall increase in expenses over time. And you know, so again, going back to social security is an important piece of your retirement, but you want to have a plan to make sure your overall retirement income needs are addressed and that you're keeping pace with your rising expenses over time. Sure. And it's good to know about that gap between COLA and the actual increase uh, in the cost of goods. But back to that MotleyFool.com article you mentioned, is there any of that good news uh, that you were mentioning? Yeah, some some good news. So the uh, article cites that uh, withholding thresholds. So basically, if you're you're still working and you're receiving Social Security, there are thresholds that apply how much income you can receive without having your Social Security benefits decreased. And they're actually looking at increasing those for this coming year. Oh, that would that would be good, I, and I think that's good. Um, so if Social Security Administration withholds some of your earnings from early filers, like if you file early at 62, but yet you still want to work, they're going to start withholding it if you make too much money. Um, uh, is that money lost then? Do you ever get it back? Yeah, I know. Good, good question. Good point of clarification we'll go through here is the, those benefits aren't lost for good. You do get them back in the former form of a higher monthly payout once you reach your full retirement age. So in that way, you, you aren't getting punished for continuing to work. It's just delayed gratification, if you <laughs> sure. will. <laughs> sure. I don't know if it'd feel that way, but. No, yeah. probably not. Probably not. Well, I know that you can sit down with people and look at their social security uh, numbers and based on their personal information, maximize it before they file. So if somebody out there hasn't yet filed for social security, or maybe it's a few years down the road, or maybe they just recently filed, they should have that report run. How do they get a hold of you and set up that complimentary consultation and get that report? Yeah, give us a call, folks, at 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. Also encourage you to check us out on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, go to our website and listen to past podcasts that we've had. We're also on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. So continue to, to check those out, and we hope to bring you good ideas every week to help you to plan for and live through successfully in retirement and make sure you have the retirement of your dreams. Ha, that's what I'm looking for right <laughs> there, Jeff. Thanks for that, and this is these are good tips, very important. Today we're talking about Social Security changes here on Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, you are using a couple of sources today, the MotleyFool.com article. They've got some great articles on there, and we're kind of uh, going off from that, the Social Security changes in 2020 
that could affect your take-home income. In the first segment, you talked about a couple of the changes mentioned in the article. Uh, first, the cost of living adjustment, and then the withholding threshold of the retirement earnings for early filers who still wanted to work, uh, and they're likely to rise in 2020, which would be good. It would mean potentially more income uh, for those beneficiaries who the you know to whom those conditions apply, correct? Exactly right. Yes, yeah, so you took some good notes. You were listening, oh, yeah. Tony. <laughs> I try to pay attention. <laughs> now, next, we're going to switch gears a little bit and focus on the Social Security Administration's what they call the maximum monthly payout, and that's simply the highest amount that any beneficiary can receive on a monthly basis, regardless of how much they've paid into the system throughout their their careers. So. According to the uh, AARP and their Social Security Resource Center, the most an individual who files a claim for Social Security benefits in 2019, we don't know what it is for 2020 yet, but in 2019, if you file at age 70, uh, the most that you can receive is $3,770. And if you file at full retirement age, that's $2,861. And if you take your benefits early at 62, Currently, that maximum is $2,209. So if you're LeBron James and you made a lot of money every year of your career for years and years, that's the most that you can receive based on when you file. So anyone who's earned that maximum taxable income, which is the amount of your income paid to Social Security and taxes for at least 35 years of their working lives, is eligible for the maximum benefit. So it's going to impact only some of the top earners. So this would be for the millionaire athletes and movie stars, right? Not just them, yeah. To put that maximum uh, taxable income in context, in 2019, that maximum amount is 132900 So in other words, if you made 132900 that's going to get you the most contribution towards your, your Social Security calculation oh, wow. down the road. Interesting. So it's quite the income level, but it certainly covers a lot more than just millionaires and, and movie stars. And that does, yeah. does increase each year or potentially could increase each year. So I don't envision such a large increase this year, but it wouldn't surprise me if the top contributors did see some increase in that as well. Yeah, and it sounds like good news for those top earners. Yeah, not not we're not done yet. Now, not okay. all of it's good news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the next change mentioned in this Motley Fool article talks about the impact on wealthier workers who can expect to pay more into the program, obviously. Uh, this is likely to continue if inflation rises on a year-over-year year, year basis as measured by, again, that CPIW we talked about earlier. So let's talk about payroll taxes. That is the largest portion of Social Security's funding. And in 2018, it amounted to $885 billion contributing to the Social Security pot. And all other sources amounted to about $100 fifteen billion dollars. So anyone earning between a penny and the maximum taxable income amount, that one thirty two nine hundred, they're paying a twelve point four percent payroll tax. And that adjusts each year in step with the national average wage index. Um I'm gonna have to ask you to explain that one to me. What is the national average wage index? Sounds like another exciting one. Yeah, lots of acronyms. N A W I. Yeah. The NAWI. Nowie. Um, that's a measure of U.S. wage trends. It's calculated annually by the government. Simply provides some insight into the general direction 
of wages in the in the economy. It can also serve to alert policymakers to potential wage inflation and make some adjustments. So the Federal Reserve watches that in deciding, among other factors, to raise or lower interest rates. Yeah, the Nawi weren't they the alien race on the movie in the movie Avatar? I might have that wrong. I might have that That's wrong. That's good. I might have hey, that wrong. Does that qualify as a social security joke? Close. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we'll if we can up. make a joke out of the national average wage index, <laughs> whew, that's some. That's uh, two. Yeah, that's heavy lifting. <laughs> uh, and and it sounds like all that stuff. It's just another piece to the government's larger calculations, which can get uh, overly com- unnecessarily complicated. Exactly. And and since the, the Cola tribe and the Nawi tribe are likely to be positive in 2020, right. it's likely that the top end of the wage spectrum is likely to pay more in payroll tax. Yeah. And I guess that makes sense. And now let's take another moment here, Jeff, to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you so they can plan for these things. Yeah, come in, folks, and come in for a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan. Understand more about how Social Security works. What will your income look like in retirement from Social Security and other sources? One of the tools that we provide you with is a complimentary Social Security maximization report. So we'll identify the timing and the strategies that are right for you and your family to get the most out of your Social Security benefits and help you to determine when to file and and what that's going to look like. So encourage you to give us a call, 877-219-3199. Check out our our previous podcasts on our website, financialpaladin.com. We're also on iTunes and Google and Spotify and all sorts of social media as well. Wow, that sounds great. And now we're talking about social security changes today on Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And Jeff, Thanks for having me on the show once again. A lot of information about Social Security. So I think you have one final change to discuss from the article. Is that correct? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. One final change. And, you know, side note, about 10 million people every month receive a payout from Social Security disability insurance. So 10 million a month. And out of that, 8.5 million roughly are disabled workers. So while the remaining amount, their spouses or or children of those disabled workers. In order to qualify for SSDI, beneficiaries have to go through a rigorous screening, rigorous rather, rigorous screening uh, in order to qualify with the Social Security Administration. And they also aren't allowed to earn more than a certain amount per month if they're receiving that benefit. So they don't want to make too much money. That's interesting. I wasn't familiar, Jeff, with the Social Security Disability Insurance or SSDI, as you called it. So I find that interesting. I don't think that's ever come up on a show before. Um, So what are those limits on the income that someone who might qualify for an SSDI benefit, uh, what are those limits? That can change from year to year. This year, 2019, a disabled beneficiary can earn up to $1,220 a month before their benefits are going to be stopped. And in comparison, beneficiaries who are legally blind, it's $2,040 a month before benefits cease. So those figures increase from 2018. Which is good that they increase. So yes. people with disabilities can also supplement their Social Security disability money in some way than they could. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. And uh, the CPIW, we talked about earlier, if the CPIW which sets the rate for the cost of living adjustment does increase as expected, 
There should also be an increase in the income thresholds related to those disabled workers, blind workers, and their beneficiaries. So that spells some positive news. If we see that the COLA increase, that will increase those limits for people on SSDI. So there are there are some good changes coming. Uh, that's good. And it seems like there are quite a few of them that are going to impact Social Security and those monthly benefit checks that a lot of people rely on. Yes, exactly. Um, another thing to consider to get the most out of Social Security is looking at potentially delaying receiving your benefits past age 62, even if you are retired. So if you look at the if you compare Social Security at 62 versus full retirement age between those two points in time, it will actually grow by six and a quarter percent. So if you're deferring your Social Security or not taking it yet, that's growing at six and a quarter percent. And between full retirement age and age 70, it's growing at 8%. So that's a pretty substantial increase over that period of time. It doesn't mean that you should delay until age 70, but that's one of the things that we want to look at your personal situation, your health, your other sources of income, a lot of moving parts in developing your retirement income plan to help you get the most out of it. Wow. Oh, okay. So we've covered a lot today and social security is obviously vital to any type of retirement strategy and plan. Yeah. It's nice to have social security to fund part of your strategy, but in today's retirement landscape, you know, we want to coach our clients, their family, their friends to take control of their retirement, take responsibility for funding the majority of your retirement yourselves, or at least being in the best position possible that you can with that not relying entirely on social security. Uh, as we mentioned, that acts as the backbone for many retirees, but we don't want to rely completely upon it. Yeah, true. Good point. Now, as usual, the time just flew by. Great show, great topic. I know there's a lot more to this and you can sit down with people or run that report for them. Uh, I think that's fantastic. Is there anything you want to add before we go today? Yeah. Again, give us a call, schedule a time to come in for your complimentary second opinion. Uh, come in, meet with us, have a cup of coffee or whatever your, your beverage choice is. Sit down. We'll ask you some questions to find out a little bit more about where you're at in your retirement planning spectrum, if you will, and come up with a plan to help you to get the most out of your retirement, including your social security benefits. So give us a call. Our number is 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. All right. That sounds great, Jeff and listeners. That does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.